Ozone. Welcome to the Ozone Podcast, presented by ViStar Credit Union, with Jaguar's senior writer, John Osher. All right, welcome to this week's Ozone Podcast, and uh, I'm excited about this week's guest because I've been looking forward to talking to him. It's sometimes tough to get to know a guy in the locker room. You can't really ask the questions and get real in-depth answers, but I know from listening to Zay, he loves in-depth answers. Uh, I'm talking to Jaguars wide receiver Zay Jones, and uh, first of all, I talked to you a second ago, and you introduced yourself as Isaiah. Oh, yeah. Tell me how Zay got there. Obviously, uh, sound, but did somebody specific uh, give you that name? How did that start? It was just a childhood nickname. Okay. I, my family called me Zay, Zay Zay, my mother, my father. And then as I got to college, more people called me Zay. And um, I guess I gained more notoriety sure. as Zay. And then when it came to my senior season at East Carolina, when they were doing the announcements, um, as far as like player introductions, okay. they had asked me what I wanted to be announced as, and I just said Zay. I thought it was kind of funny, or at least, right? You know, the fan base knew me as that, but I didn't know it was going to carry on. Okay. To like ESPN changing it to Zay, and then the NFL draft announcing me as Zay. So that that wasn't my intent. It kind of just happened. I got you. Two and three this season right now. Had some ups and downs. We'll start off talking about the Jags a little bit. Um, you're a veteran and have been through seasons ups and ups and downs you know it's an up and down league yeah um is that your message to teammates this week that hey this thing takes a while these seasons take a while they play out you follow me on that yeah i do um it it is a very long season i think the the best thing that we can do is remain poised remain confident and trust what we're still doing um you know you don't you don't panic just because something may not go right one Mm -hmm. week you know it's it's good to make adjustments and solid adjustments and kind of uh, reload a little bit, recharge, um, bring things back center. But if you can stay balanced and kind of understand, okay, positive, negatives, what you can take from both aspects, place it together, focus on the task at hand, um, you'll be fine. Right. I've seen it. Um, by no means have I you know, gone all the way to the Super Bowl like Doug, so having him as a leader, mm-hmm. understanding what it takes – him reaffirming that, hey, guys, this is what we need to do. Um, it gives you confidence as a player. It gives a team confidence. How hard is that to learn as a young player? And I guess you got to stay off social media to do it. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, that's, that's incredibly follow, hard. Yeah. Social media is everywhere. Sure. But I think as a young player, I don't think you fully have grasped yet how long the NFL season and what goes all into it. Right. And, and what it means to be able to get to the playoffs and then having your chance there. Because you're used to, you know, guys, 12, 13 games. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, you know, that's still a, not the full season. That's mid-November, right? Exactly. Right. So th- the health aspect of it, staying healthy, um, staying in your playbook, new game plans, playing teams twice a year, there's a lot that goes in into it. So uh, it's a roller coaster at times. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, that's what makes the NFL so exciting for not only the players competing but – for fans and audiences is like it's a any given Sunday type league and um it's fun to be a part of it's fun to compete in but if you can just stay grounded and play by play week by week as a young player surround yourself with some great veteran leadership um really open your ears to listening and beginning to find the routine that works for you um I truly believe um that's how you grasp it from from a younger age you mentioned Doug Peterson. It, 
it strikes me that uh, I don't know why, but some of the things you just said about staying calm and staying even. Yeah. He probably speaks to you pretty well as a coach, doesn't he? In terms of that, yeah. meaning that's sort of his nature, and it seems like he sort of gets that. Uh, I guess all NFL coaches get it, but he he really seems to walk it, if you will. Yeah, I think he's very profound in his message to me because I know what he's saying is true, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Um, it's not like he paints all these unique type pictures they're they're just they're just facts and they they seem like cliches in a sense they Mm -hmm. seem so like oh yeah well we know that but do you actually know it and do do you actually believe in it at least and act like for me so when 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 doug says it's about us it's like well yeah that's not like groundbreaking or anybody's (laughs) like oh this is the greatest quote but if you sincerely think about it it's about what you can control um, you can't control the elements mm-hmm. um, if it's going to rain. You can't control whether you're going to play in a dome or outside or, you know, those sorts sorts of things or even who's going to be up on your own team, right? So that's why you prepare the way that you're supposed right. to prepare. That's why you approach the days with a great and uh, laser-like focus, um, taking your reps seriously, being able to make mistakes and rebound from mistakes. And that's what it means to be about us. So that's just one example of what Doug speaks to us as a team that I really grasp, hold on to, and I, I try not to forget those things. I remind myself daily. Something I I should have known, I guess I did know and had forgotten, 399 catches in college. <laughs> that is, I mean, it's a record, So, but that's a lot of balls to catch, man. Yeah. And it, it's, it, when you catch that many mm-hmm. – you get good at it. You gain confidence. Mm-hmm. You can do it. You don't get. I mean, no, I understand. Production, and you've had big time production. That's uh, got to help you going forward. Well, I never, I never entered college saying that I was going to break this record, this record, or this record. Both records. By the way, you also own the yeah. single season. Yeah. One hundred fifty-eight catches. And <laughs> I mean, do, were there any other receivers on the team? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were actually. And you know what, uh, John? I think the the main thing that was is Justin Hardy had came before me which is one of my uh, sure. teammates who played in the league and you know he had actually broken the record so it was around my sophomore year that I saw it okay. could be done um, and when I saw that I, I began to visualize myself doing something to that magnitude and doing something that great okay. and I think that's when that that quest or vision so to speak kind of mm-hmm. panned out but from the beginning I just wanted to help my team I just wanted to be on the field I just wanted to be a part of it and, and and literally get the ball rolling, and as I went on and on, I didn't, like, I didn't think I was going to have 158 catches for right. 1,800 yards or whatever it was in a, in a single season. That was just the work I was putting in, and the work's never fi- finished. So leading into the NFL, my production for what I did in college was great, um, literally record breaking. But right. that work is never done for me. There's mistakes and, and things that I still make today at 27 that I'm trying to improve upon and I feel like I'm never a finished product you know I consistently just want to work and be the best that I can and you know I'm going to be able to look back later on in my professional career and possibly look at some of the great things I did like I did in college this on that front is is a big opportunity you've been productive in the NFL probably not as productive as you want to be yet 
Um, what kind of opportunity is this in terms of your career? I would think it's huge. Yeah. I mean, I think every season pre- presents its own challenges, and there's supposed to be a new level, or I like to think there's a new level that you can that you can reach mm-hmm. as, as years go on. So I think I'm my, myself's biggest critic, uh, harshest critic, so to speak. Um, no one evaluates or critiques my game harder than I do. And the things that I want to do um, in this league are astronomical. Um, but at the same time, I'm just one man. So I can't, I can't think it's all going to be about me mm-hmm. or that I'm going to solely do this by myself. And so now you have to separate what's the most important thing. The most important thing is this team winning football games, which ultimately helps me also in the end. So when you place those team goals ahead and you find how your role can carve out and you can execute that role within there, naturally guys' production comes along. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes when you're just playing the game, the ball finds you, things find you, things happen for you right. if you have the right mindset and the right attitude approaching uh, the game and season. How much better a receiver are you now than when you came into the league? Maybe it's a professionalism, preparation, uh, maturity. I mean, yeah. all those things go into it. I assume you prepare better at 27 yeah. than you did at 22. Yeah, I think it's just very much refined. I okay. think I had all the attributes and tools, but I, I wasn't I wasn't as sharp and as mm-hmm. refined as I am now. And just naturally that experience of seeing the game through a different lens, of understanding where I need to be, how I need to be, how does my quarterback see it? What is the defense actually showing me? Where are they going to end up? And like those sorts of details like that, I was very, very clueless in my rookie season. Right. I didn't really have a whole lot of um, true guidance into understanding. They all are. What, you know, <laughs> right. that's just the way yeah. it flows. So um, I'm proud of myself for how far I've come in this league. I'm proud to be a part of this organization with these mm-hmm. guys. But I know for myself, I still have a very, very long road to go to get to where I ultimately see myself now. Who's the fastest Jaguar? Who's the fastest Jaguar? See, I like this because most guys automatically say themselves. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> me and Jamal Agnew have talked okay. some some playful back and forth. I'm faster. He's pretty faster. Fast. He is very, very fast. Yeah. He's very electric. Um, I would say 39 probably is. Okay. I mean, he's a... He's a fast dude. I got a lot of respect for him too. And it's rare. Most guys won't say. I mean, and you know I've what? had guys who yeah. are clearly not the fastest guy on the team tell me they're the fastest guy on the team. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've never had a. Didn't he have like a hundred plus yard touchdown? Hundred nine. Yeah. So yeah. you got to be. Oh yeah, you got to be pretty quick. You got to be moving yeah. to get that. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. What? Uh, and our people who don't know. Uh, Father Robert Jones played. I think it was eleven years in the league. Uh, ten. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry. Ten. No, it's okay. Um, what you know such a cliched question but how did that help you what did you learn from him uh i know you were only about four or five when he stopped playing or six but anything there that he taught you told you about the league surviving in it thriving in it yeah for sure um you know as you said my dad played for 10 years Mm -hmm. um got a lot of rings to show for he shows off those sometimes <laughs> he's got three of them he's so, got three yeah two yeah. with dallas and one with uh st louis rams no he's got they're all three with dallas all three yeah, they're all three okay. with dallas okay i'm sorry i thought he was on the rams yeah, yeah he was you. on the rams but he has three with dallas got but, you um I, just the mentality the approach that you need to have mm-hmm. um it, it's this game is not just rolling the ball out and right. just 
guys going out there and doing whatever they want to do, but truly the mental aspect of it and the, and the, the mental fortitude that it takes to play this game. I mean, day in and day out, um, week after week, season after season. Um, I'm at year six, and he did ten, and you know the the body begins to hurt a little bit more. Sure. You know the, the the continuous grind, and you know back in the '90s, the, their two a days and stuff that they were yeah. doing was was yeah. you know profoundly different. Yeah, sure. So just the Sounds mental like he aspect. Gives you grief about that too. <laughs> he says he can cover me. I don't okay. think he can at all. I'm pretty sure he'd blow both hamstrings, quads. But everywhere. could he have covered you back in the no. day? Okay. All no. Okay. Right. No, he couldn't. Have. All right. Now. Okay. If I was trying to run through the box, yeah, been in trouble. that's different. Now he he could play. It's now. very very different. Yeah, but no, I don't think he could cover me. Okay, at all. that's fair. But uh, yeah, pops has uh definitely been. He's one, he's one of the main reasons I'm here. He is he is the reason I'm here. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, you played with Josh Allen. He was a rookie. Yeah. You're playing with Trevor Lawrence. Josh was not perfect as a rookie. Yeah. He struggled. Yeah. Uh, he's now elite. Yeah. Uh, any comparisons? Any uh. Do you ever share that with Trevor? Any thoughts in that direction? Because Trevor is still developing. Yeah. You follow me? They are they are very they are eerily similar from if you're comparing the years that right. they're at, you know. I, I, a lot of credit to Josh and what he's done and right. in that organization. But um Trevor is he's a very, very special talent. Mm-hmm. He's a very special talent and some of the same things that obviously we're seeing in Josh. I don't like comparing people because sure. I I think that even though I just said they are similar, they're they're different. Yeah, in sense. it's so impossible. I get it. Their yeah. growth track could be completely different, but right. um, size, speed, um, arm talent, mm-hmm. um, just intelligence. I mean, Trevor has all the intangibles, right. and I really feel like he's going to put it together, and he's going to he's going to be phenomenal for this organization for a long time down the road. A silly question, but I'm fascinated by it. What's up? Best receiver, uh, your favorite receiver? Do you have a guy? My favorite receiver in the league. Or ever that you watched. I mean, I know you study the game. Yeah, I got tons of receivers. Um, I actually didn't play receiver at first in football. I was a running back guy. Um, But when I transitioned to receiver, one of the first ones that I really, really admired was Calvin Johnson. I thought he was absolutely phenomenal just the way he did. Andre Johnson as well. Um, I'm I'm kind of old school, I guess, because of my dad. So I know like Marvin. you followed as a kid. Not all players did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Marvin Harrison, like very, very OJ McDuffie. very old school. I just respected those guys. And then okay. the likes of, obviously, Jerry Rice, Randy Moss. But recently in league, I'm, I'm a fan of a lot of guys. Right. Just like, just naturally respect. A lot of guys I've played with in this league, um, you know, I, I could name a lot. But Hunter Renfro is one of my guys that, like, okay. I just love his game. Cooper Cup, um, Diggs. There's a lot of guys that I respect. Uh, Tay. Um, I could go down the list of the people that I like to watch. Gotcha. It sounds like you like where this team is and where it's going right now. Even though two and three, uh, you still like the direction. You still like what's going on. Uh, I assume I'm reading that right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what gives you confidence? Just the group of guys and the what we've been through already. Right? So if, if you go back, none of us knew each other really in, in OTA's training camp. Right. We all – came in essentially like coaches included nobody was here Mm -hmm. and um we build a rapport we learn each other uh getting on the same page how people talk you know getting cell phone numbers things like that texting trying to hang out just learn about each other bonding 
And then we go through, you know, OTAs. Then we go through training camp. Training camp's not easy. I don't care who you are. Like, it's it's a grueling process. And to go through the preseason games, to work out, right. you know, the, the kinks in the offense, and obviously for our defense and special teams mm-hmm. as well too, to, to drop the first game, to come back and to respond, to come back and respond again in a major way, to dropping a game, right. to struggling again. Um, that's what builds the story. That's what builds the adversity. Right. That's what builds why we're doing this. So I, f- I feel like it's an opportunity to find out who we are individually as men and women inside of this building and how we're going to to carry on and finish. Story hadn't been written yet. Come on, no. In five games. You know what right. I'm saying? I got you. Don't pan it. The, <laughs> the last thing we do, is, I call it the Ozone 5. The Ozone 5. Five. 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 Just five quick questions. Have a little fun with it. Um, Zay Jones, what's your last binge watch if you are a TV guy? Dum, 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 dum. Pinky, Bl- Pinky Blinders. That's good. How, did you watch it? I, My wife loves it. And I have not sat down start to finish, but I've watched enough. Red Rock. Yeah, it's, it's you never. Yeah, you gotta tune in with her. Yeah, well, she's sort of halfway through it now, so I've got to go back and really just immerse myself. Yeah, yeah, in yeah, it. yeah. But it's uh, it looks incredible, dude. It was yeah. it was really good. Yeah, my friend Chris had asked me to watch it for a long time. Okay. I just I never did. I don't know. And then I kind of circled around back yeah. to it, and then I couldn't stop. Is that the best one of all time for you? What's your favorite? You'd have to give it more time because it's still very fresh. Right. And so, like, I'm off the, the high of the Peaky sure, Blinders train. But um, Breaking Bad was good. Yeah. Terminal List was good. Chris Pratt did a phenomenal job yeah, in that. that you never seen Terminal List? I'm writing it down. Please. Okay. Go watch that. It's good. Yeah. All right. I'm a wire guy, but that's. Okay. That's old school. Yeah, they you're had, classic. They had pay phones in now. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no phone book. Uh, last song you listened to on the way in this morning? Last song? I didn't listen to uh, music in the car. Okay. I was I was listening to a, a podcast. Do you have a go-to song right now? Oh, okay. So my cousin, Tori Blake, has a song out. It's called So Glad. Just okay. did a little promo for her there. But, I like that. Yeah. So Glad. Tori Blake. All right. Check it out. <laughs> I definitely will. There you go. What sport were you playing then in football? I tried baseball. I didn't think I was too good at it. People say I would be a, be a good outfielder now, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Um, yeah, probably basketball, but okay. I'm not like super super tall. I'm only six two. Right. Um. So you're different there too, because most guys come yeah. here and say they could play in the NBA. No, I'm not one of those. Right. Like, oh, I, yeah. Dude, I if I practice shooting, maybe I'd be good. Right. I could hustle, <laughs> play good defense. I got um, you. I can dunk if no one's there. Right. You know what I'm saying? But like. <laughs> I, I don't think I could dunk on like Shaq or nothing like that. I got you. So, 399 college catches. What was the best one? Uh, probably my first touchdown. Okay. I remember it. It was in like a, a five wide set. I was in the slot to the left. We were in the red zone. Uh, Shane Carden threw it to me. It was like a quick out with the MOR outside release go. And oh, I ran okay. like a two step, kind of saw the defender, stuck him straight to the pylon, then kind of dove and. It was a cool time, man. Yeah. It was show yourself you could do it. Yeah, yeah. It, that's exactly right. That's exactly what it was. It was just like a a very groundbreaking moment for me, and 
because I wasn't really highly recruited in high school at right. all. I didn't I didn't have like all the offers. I, like East Carolina was my only offer. Okay. So, uh, final question, and, and uh, you alluded to it already. Uh, person most responsible for you being in the NFL? Yeah. Said your dad. Yeah, it'd probably be my father. Okay. I mean, glory to God too. I wouldn't be here without God. But right. my my father, um, just the the what he's overcome in his own personal mm-hmm. life and the triumphs that he's overcome. And then but both of my parents actually like my mom and dad, like just being so active and, and, and present in my life. Right. You know, from my, my parents, shout out Manisha, shout out Robert. Jay Jones, fantastic stuff. I knew it would be, and I can't thank you enough for joining the Ozone podcast. this I week. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me. This has been awesome.